Welcome to the Isle of Misfit Rolls, a 5e D&D actual play podcast where a group of unlikely heroes attempt to save the world from darkness and try not to fuck it up along the way. Let's see how they do this week on the Isle of Misfit Rolls. kind of looks at you guys he goes do i know you do i do you i don't know do we know can we what? do we recognize him he kind of stops and he goes i know you lot i saw you in town causing all that ruckus i wouldn't call it ruckus yeah it was kind of ruckusy what don't, could you where was the one that was sitting on the dock He's he's around. He's, no, he's around. around he's around. He didn't want you guys out, so he disappeared for a bit. Um, whenever you're ready, we can uh, have him come up from under the water. Also, I'd like to. Can we? Can yeah, we continue yeah, yeah. this conversation when we're all in the boat? Yeah, I'm in pretty bad shape. Can I get in your boat? <laughs> kind of looks at you guys. He goes, Are "You lot dangerous." Not to you. All right, good enough. Right. Toss him a letter. <laughs> this giant, heavily armored person says, "We're not a threat to you." And the guy goes, "Okay." <laughs> so they throw down a rope ladder. Uh, I'm gonna let everyone else go. First. I'm kind of heavy. I don't want to break. The- so the boat yep. comes closer to you guys. We climb up. Not too close to the where it has a chance of hitting any of you, but close enough that we are within ten, fifteen feet of swimming to it. So you climb on board. You see two more fishermen on this boat. It's a three-man crew. It's not a huge boat. You can see there's a bit of like an under-deck area, but it looks like that might be where they just store their catch. How high up in the water are they? Probably about six feet. Okay. Maybe eight. So once once we're all on the boat, I'm going to go, now, I'm going to tell my friend to come up. You saw him in town. Nothing bad happened. But he's gonna need to breathe soon, so I'm gonna have him come up. Are you guys okay? He was that scaled one sitting on the dock. Yeah, that's talking him. with the seagulls. That's the one. Yeah, that one. He's very right. helpful. You're good. Okay. As long as he's like... not gonna eat us. No. Let me catch. No, we'll make sure that. Well. Maybe. But not uh, you guys. I don't. Maybe I the don't... fish. We'll. We'll make sure it. he does. You eat it. You bought it. That's, That's that is a trade fair. we will make, and I'm gonna take. Uh, if they're six feet up, I'm gonna take my glaive and kind of stick it the, into the water and kind of start waving it around just to try to signal Chuck. Like, hey, come up! Like, is hey, he waving hey. the sharp end or the the blunt end? The oh. sharp end. All right, so Chuck's slow head slowly comes up to the surface. Hey, they're cool. Come up. They know they're not gonna be freaked out. It's fine. So yeah, Chuck like swims over to the rope ladder, climbs up it, then shakes himself dry like a a wet dog. Chuck is a puppy child. These um <laughs> Chuck, these these uh gentlemen have been uh gracious enough to 
help us ferry you back to shore instead of swimming. So let's not do anything that would freak them out. We tell and, them we fixed salt. Yeah, yeah, we told them. Not not the details yet. We We're more we concerned with, with getting on the boat. Um, the salt. Yeah, your problem with the salt mine. Uh, I think. Um, That's I, right. You went up to the temple with Father Phineas. He wouldn't shut up about you lot after you left. He said you were going to fix everything that you were, you know, our new saviors. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's another old codger. I think uh, uh, our recent actions would lead us to believe that that is the case. So, um... You actually went into that death trap of a mine. I told you where we came out of, yep, didn't we? That's, that's where that, we, that we came waterfall right out of the from. waterfall. Apparently, other would-be hero smooth skins had been there before us. Yeah, not, they not so lucky. He kind of looks over at his and he goes, huh. He's slaughtered dumber than I look if they listen to that old... But, obviously, you're you're strong and brave. Jack just like you. sits down on the, da the deck, rummages through his backpack, pulls out the chain shirt, Pulls out a knife and starts like trying to apply uh, apply a little pressure to one of the links. See Doesn't budge. Continues to fiddle around with it. Uh, almost is going to come over. I, Chalk, uh, just give me, I don't know, like 10 minutes and one second to that thing, all right? Whoa. To do what? Okay. Check out his chain shirt. And I'm going to okay. sit down and um, oh. start casting Identify well, on that shirt. It'll take me 10 minutes. Seeing that you're doing that, I'm going to take the chalice out of my bag that I stole from that altar. <laughs> I want oh, God, at the beginning? Or? Yeah, the yeah. beginning, yeah. Oh my God. As you pull it out, they're like, oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. It's mine. So, by the way, gentlemen, Tavrook, nice yeah. to meet you. Captain Mickey. Fine. Captain. Finest mm. fishermen all around of all breeds. Ain't that right, mates? Oi! This is my first mate, Dodger, and my first mate, Willie. Mickey, Dodger, Dodger and Millie. Willie. Willie. And I'm Tolly, and this is my chalice. <laughs> and I'm gonna hand it to Tolly. Dodger gives like a nice little wave. Willie just has his arms crossed and just gives a nod. The, the birds aren't going to be happy. What the fuck's he talking about the birds? Well, you guys were giving them all the extra fish because you couldn't uh, preserve it because uh, the fish was rotting. So the well, birds were quite happy. But now they're not going to. about no birds? There's no coin in my pocket. I, um, guys, should any of us, like, I don't know... Maybe try to get word to, um, Father Patrick? Patrick? Oh, yeah. We didn't have and to use the secret code in the place. Come on. Right. Maybe let him know that. Uh, uh I do that maybe tomorrow. Maybe he should leave. Yeah. Chat can do that tomorrow. Okay. Um, hey, uh, Mickey. Captain Mickey. You're you're very correct, Captain Mickey. Um, how? Uh, not to 
rush you guys. You guys do your job. We're very happy to just be on board. What time do you guys think you'll be back to the shore? We just uh, bringing in our nets and we saw you a lot uh, get shit out of the cliff there. Yeah, that's an accurate description. How far away is the shore? Oh, we'd be back in Brisbane and, uh, uh, well, depends how fast fucking Dodger gets off his ass. Dodger quickly runs over, changes the sails, turns the boat around, and he goes, uh, be back in, oh, 40, 50 minutes, maybe, if the wind's at our backs. Oh, what does the charm look like that Jack picked up, anyways? It is on a, like, a red ribbon, and it's just like a little, like, Almost like a little golden dagger. Chat Chat looks at it and then like continues to pay attention to what uh, what Flatface is doing because he doesn't know what Flatface is doing. Chat uh, found. Oh, Miss, we'll say your ten minutes has passed and you would like to cast Identify. Yeah, I'm doing it on the chain first and then the goblet afterwards or the chalice afterwards. Okay, that is a Elven shirt. Which is a magical item. Dun, dun, right. dun. And if I remember correctly. Is it Elven Chain? Elven Chain, yeah. Okay. Well I will let Chalk know specifically that hey you've you've got some uh you got some elven armor here. It's pretty good stuff. Anyone could wear it. I mean I could wear it, but you know I'll just help you out. You know, charge no big deal. He kinda like looks at it, sniffs it, tastes it. And he'll put it back in his backpack for now. It's like, Jack also found this with the, the chain. Kind of like dangling a ribbon with the little dagger on it. Do I recognize the charm? Give me an Arcana check. Arcana, I'm good at that mm. too. Alright, that is a 19. You're not sure what it does, but you can tell it does have some sort of magic essence to it. Mm. Well, let me look at that one, too. And I'll identify, add that to the list. What exactly are you doing? This is Jack, like, watching him intently. Oh, um, I I look at these tattoos, I rub my arms, I give myself a rub down, and then uh, I can kind of see into the true nature of magical things. Oh. He says, this is Chuck thought you were just talking to the spirit to ask what it did. Uh, yeah, that you could. That's a way to look at it. Certain items have spirits, you know, like a, a sentient items. They would. Everything has spirits. Just Chuck. Hmm, you're right. I see it as something different, but it's everything has a spirit, I suppose. While while the time is passing, that he's doing all the identifies. Uh, I'm. Whether we complete it or not, I don't know. But as soon as we got in, I am collapsing on the ground and trying to get a short rest. For you the take a short time. rest. Uh, the boat ride just isn't long enough for a short rest. Okay. Well, then I'm going to do the things that would be involved in a short rest, a.k.a. sitting and doing nothing. Even if I don't get the thing for it. But I am definitely not in in uh, in a way to do anything right now. Okay. So, are you you're casting a ritual on the little charm? Yeah, on the charm and on the chalice. Okay. So, the charm is a plus one weapon charm. Okay. Attaching it to, attaching it to any weapon for at least an hour. So, it has to be done during a short rest. Mm-hmm. 
after a short rest that's been attached, that weapon, no matter what it is, is now a plus one weapon. Does it count as magical as well, or just? And it one? does count as magical. It does count as magic. All right, so I will tell Chalk. Yeah, that's that's gonna make any weapon you have even better. Um, again, I looked that up for you free of charge, and you can get that whatever you want, but you know, I did help you out for free, you know, what we do. Tavrook <laughs> perks up when he hears that part, and then just looks at his glaive, and then looks over, and he's like, oh, I'm still too tired. The sad forlorn puppy from across the boat. Can I have a toy, please? So, so Jack kind of, like, looks at it, and, like, sticks it in his backpack with the other thing, because... You know, it's just like, mm, okay, yep, I mean, it's your stuff. Do what you please. Jack nods. And then I'll look at the chalice last. Okay. Tully's kind of annoyed that she gave that to you before the charm, yet you decided to do it last. <laughs> got a line of customers. I gotta, you get served by the order you showed up. Should be by the order the item showed up. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I just follow them. You're doing a you ritual on it? <laughs> yeah, the ritual on that one. Okay. So as you cast Identify on it ritually, you see him sit with a chalice. You do your magic. And you realize this is a finely made gold-plated chalice. Worth maybe two gold pieces. Ooh. I'll tell her... That, um, yeah, this is a very finely made. It's worth probably a good amount of gold, maybe a couple hundred. And uh, if you drink um, water out of it, um, dirty water, it turns into wine. It's very interesting. Give me a deception check. Okay. <laughs> that is an 18 for deception. Okay. Tally, give me a insight check. That's a 12. Unfortunately, you believe him. You think you have a well, a, a golden chalice encrusted with gems that turns dirty water into wine. Uh, can I, can I like, is, can I get to where the, uh, the guys were, um, like steering the ship and reach water from there? It's a, it's a, you could attempt to dangle, but it's like six it's like six to eight feet, so you won't be able to Oh, okay, that. never mind. There okay. is a rope that they can dangle down for you. But he goes, what you need to be wanting for? What what you need water for, my dear? Well, nothing, and I'm going to put... There's a water skin over there away. if you want some. No, it's, it's fine. Got I'll some... Got some whiskey in the uh, the small little barrel over there if you want some of that too, if you'll find yourself a wee bit peckish. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll put some whiskey in the chalice. Perks up again. I'm gonna put some whiskey in the chalice. And once he's like, I don't have a I don't have a mug. I don't I don't somebody somebody give me some of that whiskey. Chuck will wander over to where Ghost is and sit across from her. I am uh, going through things in my bag to make sure that anything that uh, may be waterlogged is um, dead or alive. So, Chak does not, uh, Chak wants to know, uh, Ghost, uh, 
and like he rummages through one of his satchels and pulls out these the the platinum coins. What are these for? <laughs> Why did we get these? <laughs> In human villages, you exchange those for goods and services. So if you want to eat something and somebody has the food you want to eat, you give them some of that, and they give you that and they're the food in exchange. But why don't you just, if you're stronger, why don't you just take it? Because that's not how this kind of society works. It's kind of an ideal of, okay, great, you now you've taken food from the person who can provide you the food best. But now, when, they, when you need something from them and you can't take it anymore, then they don't give it to you. I, so you I, I'm still confused. Think of it. Think of it as as do you you understand trade. Yes, but but trade? you normally trade something that the other for something you want with something the other person wants. Why would they want these? You can't eat them. You they're not weapons. They're no. <laughs> yeah. It's just like they're useless. Fake. It's it's fake value in order to get you certain things that are hard to put a value on, and are easier oh. to exchange for. They're easier to store than food. Easier to store than weapons. So it's a little bit so, easier to carry around. What would one of these get me? One of those gets you a lot. A lot. Yes. So you know that healing potion. How many goats? That Al how many goats? How many, how many goats? How many goats? Uh, would I know how much a goat costs? <laughs> I, I feel like that. <laughs> I might not actually know. I don't think I know how much a goat. I I would know though. Do you know? Do you know that potion Almas found that um that provides some healing? If you give somebody who can make those five of those coins you have you get one of those healing potions but i want to know how many goats i can get I'm, i don't i don't i'm what sorry about, i don't know enough about goats what, what about fish i don't, fish. I don't know enough, i don't there's know a, there's a renowned fishman literally a sheep right is worth you. about two gold i don't honestly i don't think i would know that i don't think i would have cared to learn it i don't know how much a sheep is worth oh sorry one, <laughs> one gold for a goat and you have a platinum Tally would know that. Tally would know that. I would not know. Somebody explain exchange rates to Chuck. Explain exchange rates. <laughs> Dan, I use health potions. I'm an alchemist. I don't know how much potions are worth. I don't know how much a goat's worth. I'm not a farmer. Which again, again, part of the having money allows people to focus on certain things without having to be good at everything. So I don't need to know the price of a goat because I don't need to be the person to raise goats. I just purchase things. From I purchase the meat. Uh, yes, I'll purchase the meat of some from someone who has done owns goats, which isn't buying the full goat, so I don't pay the full goat price. But then in exchange, I have my own things I can focus on without having to worry about how having to raise goats and then find out how to cut them. All you hear from the back of the boat is you hear Captain Mickey go to uh to one of his first mates. He's like, They are a weird lot. And you hear Dodger from the front of the boat. Captain, we're coming into port. And you guys all look up from your economics lesson. And you see Brisbane. You see the temple of Caligo just sitting on its little floating island. You're coming into ship. You come in. It docks. You see a couple of guys come over. They grab some crates from under below. And they start handing them crates. Two or three crates of fish. So, Chak still doesn't understand economics that well, so he goes over to Flatface and shoves a uh, platinum coin into his hands. What's this for? <laughs> uh, for finding out what 
Chalk's things are. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. But just a heads up in the future, if you're friends with somebody, maybe they'll give you a discount. Have, have Avian <laughs> explain that to you later about discounts <laughs> and percentages. So as you start disembarking off the boat, the Captain Vicky comes and goes, Oh, heard you a lot talking about lots of money and goods and services. And he takes a little cup and just kind of shakes it. Ooh, I think I actually have change. Yeah, I do too. I take uh I'd say we're I'd say we're pretty big fish, so here's five gold. He goes, huh? We should be picking stragglers up more often, pays better than fish. And he wishes you a good day. Alright. Alright, um so is the temple would still be open at this point? I guess it's really not that dark. The sun is pretty much set now. You see the guys going around lighting like the torch, uh, the lanterns on the around the dock, and everyone's pretty much getting ready to pack it in. Wait, before, sorry, before we left the ship, um, Mike, I sent you a message. Will I was I able to ask the captain that question? Can she do it privately, or do we overhear it? No, it was privately. Whispers. Whispers. That's the question. Give me a. Stealth check. Okay. A stealth voice check. Very stealth. Nine. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> Some passives. Like Pretty as sure. they were leaving the other guys. <laughs> Let's learn some secrets, backstory. My passive's an 11, by the way. Mine's 13. Mine's 13, but I don't think I'm paying any attention to this. So we'll say Aviana and Chalk both hear her ask her question. Ask your question. Oh, God. Okay. Um, about, uh, how far away is, uh, Lukey and Kamal. Kamal. My, my bad. Wait! I cut out! Wait! No! I didn't cut out! <laughs> no! No! no. Kelly does not repeat herself. <laughs> I cut out! Aviana's no. ears cut out. No. <laughs> no! I want to know the secrets! She's just asking the, the location of how far they are from Luki. Ah! Uh, this actually means something to me. Hmm. Based on previous knowledge. And uh, would you know how to get there? He's just like, uh, to get to, you can get to Luki by ship if you need, but uh, we're pretty far. It's on the other side of Peria to the northeast. Okay. It's at uh, at least a couple weeks ride and Mm. probably uh, a couple days sailing to Lukia. Oh, a couple days sailing. Thank you. Um, and I'm gonna give him two gold for his information. And four. So, Chak is gonna waddle towards the temple. So, as you open the doors, who's who's going in first? Chak. So I'll follow Chak. As you open the doors, you see Father Phineas laying on the altar, clutching something to his chest. So you're just running up to the body? Yeah, he walk he go he makes his way over to the body, 
Okay, give me a dexterity saving throw. All right. Yeah, what? Oh, great. I fail. Oh, no. What did you roll? I rolled a five. Okay. Oh, that's so, fine. You see Chalk run, move ahead, move towards the body, and all of a sudden, you see Chalk woof, <laughs> lands on his tail and carcass quite hard, and you hear broken glass. Wow. Chalk, you take three damage. Three damage. Wait, he flips into the air or something? He runs, runs, runs. All of a sudden, his feet leave him, and he comes falling on his back. Did I slip on something? Yes. You landed on a b- broken glass now. So, can I get a perception check, uh, perception rolls from Aviana and and who was the second person, Tali? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. okay. Um. Fourteen. Good. Um. That's uh, 25. Okay. Aviana, looking at Chuck, you see broken green glass around him. Tally, looking closer, you see a dark red, almost purple substance pooling around Chuck. Chuck, are you okay? He nods and slowly sits up. You, you should, you should get up. Are you bleeding? I don't know what your blood looks like. No. Jack do not bleed. Not like skins. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't stand in whatever that is. What is it? It's like he... Ooh, he he runs his out. finger through some of it and puts it in his what? mouth. No, no, I'm just gonna <laughs> run and try to stop his hand from, from like, going into his mouth. Chalk as you dip a finger, a, a clawed talon in it, scoops him up with your talon. Tastes like fermented grapes. So, oh, it's wine. It's like this. This tastes weird. It tastes all bubbly and and, and <laughs> like bad grapes. So he he stands up and brushes himself off as best he can. And. Uh, He's got a he's got a quarter staff, so he, he uses that as a third leg to like for balance to make his way over to the body. Okay, so getting up around you, you see a bunch of wine bottles on the floor. Can I cautiously go up to the body? I'm also closing the door behind us in case. Okay, yes. As you make your way towards the body, you look clutch clutched on his chest as he's holding it is uh, one of those empty green bottles. Is he dead? Is he just drunk? That's my next question. As Aviana leans over the body, puts her. He's very faint. Oh, cool. Good news. No one's dead. Well, thank God for that. Bad news. He didn't save any for us that wasn't destroyed by Chuck. Uh, it's like ghost is wrong. No one's dead yet. <laughs> uh, I'd prefer that it stays the way that I said it. That'd be really nice. Yeah. That's really good. Um, <clears throat> do I have something in my alchemist kit to kind of pop him awake? You have a smelling salts in there? Yeah, you, you'd I, have I, the medieval equivalent of a sulfur solution or something. Sweet. 
as almost is in the back of the room, I want to go ahead and pop a detect magic. I'm just going to straight up cast it. Okay. Mm, fair. Do I get anything around here? You get a... Near his altar, there is a faint hint of magic. I'm going to go check that out. Chuck is going to pry the bottle out of his uh, unconscious hands. As you go, and he tries to pull it back. Hmm. Well, it's the easiest way to wake him up if he's so obsessed with it, so I'll just yank it free. <laughs> Doing so wakes him up. He just kind of coughs and... <clears throat> He's just kind of wide-eyed. He goes, ah! goes to reach for the candlestick and then realizes who it is. Jack is looking at the bottle, like sniffing it. So Father Phineas kind of sits up on his altar, puts his legs over it, and kind of looks and he goes, huh, huh, seems like you lot made quite the mess. So I know you have ceremonial wine you drink for ritual purposes. Um, I wasn't aware that um, getting pissed drunk and passing out was uh, also a thing you did. You know, I don't know a lot about rituals, religious rituals, but I have a feeling that that's not part of it. Unless it's different with, uh, and then I say the name of the right god, because she remembers and I don't, Caligo. Unless it's a Caligo thing. (laughs) He's kind of grunts his kind of dismissively, (laughs) because... Young people walks back behind the altar. So, did you go to the mine? And in his older, gruff voice, something a bit more hoarse than normal. Yes. Your. Um... I have a better question. Hmm. How are you standing right now? He seems rather practiced in the art of drinking. Um, but yeah. <coughs> As you say this, he reaches back under the altar, pulls out one of the, the chalices, pulls out another bottle, and pours himself another drink and just kind of... Holly's going to pull out her chalice and hold it out. There's any... He kind of stares at you, stares at the bottle, stares back at you, and goes, shrugs, fills up your cup, cheers you, you aggressively, and then he pretty much downs most of it, shakes his head and kind of a... Whoo! Before Tally can take a sip of hers, can I, like, put my hand on the rim of your chalice and say, can I see that for a second? Before you drink from it? If, if your chalice... Tally, I don't care about the father. Yeah, to yours. Yeah. I turn to Tally. Sure. And I'm gonna... This is, yeah, this is weird. Her, but I, I'm not gonna let it go. Go for it. I'm just, I'm literally gonna pull some out, with, probably take some out in, like, a little vial, and uh, I want to just see if it's just... Just wine. Because this is a little weird to me. Yeah. But Tali still thinks this is a very magical, amazing cup, so she's not letting it go. <laughs> That's yeah, right. if, it, if it turns water into wine, what does it turn wine into? Back More to wine. Water? Better wine? Potent I wine. So, I don't understand. While there's, they seem so <laughs> intent on the wine, Chak will respond to it. Chak went to mine, salt clean now. You didn't tell Chak that you sent other smooth skins before us. Uh, Many people have gone to the mine to try to do this. I was waiting. None of them sent by the church, though. I've been waiting for months for the church to get back to me. So Chak is still looking through the bottle. Goes back to looking through the bottle that he uh, he picked up off. It's like, why does priest, ocean god, 
drink and he starts dumping the contents on the floor if there's any left. He just kind of drink fermented grapes when there's many things in ocean that would do same thing. He looks at you <laughs> None of your business. Huh. People these days. He reaches under the altar, pulls out a piece of a kind of different looking piece of parchment, grabs a quill, and he just starts writing something down. Are you this close enough to see? As you lean, he's just like, nosy bunch, pour my wine, drink my wine, read my parchments. Save your salt mines. Yeah, so Phineas. Destroy evil. We have saved the day. Eliminated the darkness from the mine. Uh, You see him back under the altar, shift around a little bit, pulls out an envelope and puts it on the table, slides it towards you guys, and he goes back to writing. Oh. Polly's gonna pick up the envelope. And um, within just a couple of hours, the salt is already looking a lot better. You guys should have your mind back. And I mean, I don't know how long, but oh. you should send someone down there. Aviana, can do? You, can you check one of your samples? Uh, I pull out one of my salt samples and I take a look and see what color it is. He kind of quickly tries to grab it out of your hand. Do you stop him? He grabs the salt out of my hand. Yes, I stop him. Okay. Uh, it's going to be an opposed check. Acrobatics. Father yep. Phineas has lightning fast hands. Fuck! Yeah, he does when I roll fives! Thirteen. <laughs> that dice goes away too. He got a twelve. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a flat modifier. I figured. I super- Okay, anyway. It's fine. <laughs> I have lightning between. Let's go. So then he kind of looks at you, grabs his quill, takes his piece of parchment he was just writing on. Almus, with your detect magic kind of going on, mm-hmm. you look over. The thing that's magical is this parchment he's writing on currently. Okay. I'm going to send the bat. I'm going to make it appear behind him, and I'm going to look and see what's on that parchment. Check one compensation. What is, do we know, what does the salt look like in the vial? And she pulled it yeah, out. Yeah, what's but... my salt look like? It's regular salt. It's white. That shit. It's white. Okay. Yeah. So then he... And just as you look over, the bat looks over the shoulder, he folds the piece of paper. You're kind of like, huh, as you're all kind of peeking in, and he just takes the, there's a can, or takes a candle that's on the altar there, lights it, takes a piece of parchment, looks at you all, and he goes, huh, and sets the parchment on fire. Why? Why? Why smooth skin act? Well, all smooth skins act weird. Right? So Jack wants his compensation. As he holds <laughs> the um, the flaming piece of folded parchment, you you see it billowing smoke, but the smoke's not really rising. It's kind of just still settling. And then he puts it down, and as it as he lets go, it just before it even hits the altar, it just quickly goes up and <laughs> quickly lights, and now it is a thick black smoke, and it. And then all of a sudden starts to swirl and come together and takes the... Polly's grabbing the mirror. Okay. Because the last time she saw smoke, it sucked into the mirror. Polly rips out the mirror. Nothing happens. And all of a sudden, it just takes the shape of... The smoke takes the shape of a bird. And... Out the window it goes. Oh, Chat can do that. Chat know how to do that. Who is um? While they're um, 
interacting with Father Phineas, I'm going to open that envelope and see what's in it. Okay. Who is that message uh, for? Two? It's all in the letter. Oh, the letter that we now have. Yes. Uh, you gave us a letter to tell us something you could tell us right here because we're standing right here. <laughs> you smooth skins are weird. He just kind of shakes his head. I, I don't disagree, Chuck. Um, okay. <clears throat> is there any... It's just a letter in there? There's not... Is there anything else? Tally opens the letter. Opens the envelope. It has It has a seal on it. The seal has a very nice B on it. A B. A B. The letter B, not the animal. Or insect. Can uh, Tali's gonna try to open it? Yep, so you break the seal. Yeah. And there's a letter inside. Okay, she's gonna read the letter. Is the priest reacting to me opening the seal? Nope. Okay. Would you like me to read it or just paste it in chat so Tally can read it out loud? Um, you can read it out loud. Okay. Do paste and paste it. Do both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, for reading at the same time, that's gonna be awkward. No, not no. Both. We just wanna. <laughs> I don't read it with my eyes. Yeah. So it says, "Dear adventurers, congratulations on saving the mine and breathing life back into the area." I have recently purchased the mine, and once clear, we'll be getting it back up and running, bigger and better than ever. I would like to thank you in person for your heroic deeds. Please come to Trampette, where I reside, and I will be glad to compensate you for your heroics. Father Phineas has been told to send word uh, to send word ahead, uh, and I will be so glad and prepare for your arrival. Please ensure he's done this and not fallen. To the bottle. I'm sure all is going well, and I expect to see you within the week. Signed, Lord Ronald Bach. What is a Bach? <laughs> it's a musician. What is a Bach? Says Chuck. <laughs> it's a the bach. noise a chicken makes, Chuck. Also true. Bach. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Please. Yeah. He's a giant chicken. Okay. <laughs> If we do go see this lord, please don't say that to his face. This is a lord. This is this that that is a ter- I mean, you know what? Go for it. I take it back. Jack will be greatly disappointed if he is not a giant chicken. And you see Father Phineas reaching back under his altar. Because he goes, oh, well, I'm sure some town folks would like to thank you as well, but uh consider this as a thank you from church. Of Caligo, and he tosses you a little coin purse. Yeah. Who does he toss it to? He just kind of puts it on the altar. <laughs> we know you want I'll grab it. it. Yes, Holly's going for that coin. Purse. I already said I'd grab it. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Would you like to know how much gold is in it? I would like to know, and I will. We're all, I feel like we're all standing in a circle. Like, who? Holly money, definitely money, money, went money. up next to him, so she yeah. sees this. Eighteen gold. Jack oh, is so going money. to like look around to see if there's any more wine bottles. You're walking behind the altar? Yeah. As you look behind the altar, you can see another three or four bottles. There's a quarter, a half full one currently on the altar as well. So yeah, like Jack starts gathering them all up. Yeah. He starts smacking your hand away. He goes, mine! He's ignoring uh, the priest. 
gathers them all up and says, giant, chick giant chickens say you no drink this. <sighs> he just kind of walks away. He goes, just leave my church, please. <laughs> so Chuck starts leaving with all these bottles of wine. <laughs> so Chuck's walking away with like four <laughs> bottles of wine in his arms. So as the group starts heading down back into town, you will go against like the floating bridge uh, along the floating bridge that's where the Temple of Caligo is back into the main town. You go into the main square, kind of walk kind of by the dock. You hear some singing and stuff like that. And then you walk into the salted cod or the salty cod. That is correct where you're headed? Yes. Yeah. That's where I'm headed. So as the group walks in, you hear music. You're a little more lively, and as you guys walk in, behind you, three or four people just kind of bust in right behind you and head in and quickly grab a table, and everyone seems in a really good mood. And as you kind of scan the room, you look around, and you see Captain Mickey and the rest of his crew, Dodger, and his first mate, Willie. And they look over to you, he goes, ah... The, he the triumphant heroes are here! And everyone goes, Hurrah! It's cheering and singing. And there's actually somebody there with a the violin playing. Um, oh, the violin. Even though Tali's not wearing a dress, she's gonna curtsy. Eh, I don't do anything. I kind of Thank just you. ignore it. Move on. Thank you, everyone. Thank so, you. I appreciate it. Like, looks the re uh, Jack looks at the rest of the party. Which smoothkin does Shaq talk to about getting uh, get, getting food caught for him and, and and making camp? That one behind the bar. So as you say that, she's already headed over to you guys, and you see coming towards you is Ingrid, and she comes over. Come, come, t take a table. You, you lot, shove off, and she's like the biggest, nicest table in the middle of the room. She kind of waves off, and everyone goes, "Yep, yep." Takes their chairs, they offer them to you. Chak looks at the chair and like sort of blinks and like looks back to the like Ingrid looks to the chair because he can't sit on a regular chair because he looks like you see her look over the bar. She's got a massive tail, right? She kind of goes, "Oi, bring over a stool!" So they bring over a stool for you. Mm -hmm. They take the chair away, right. and then she goes, "Sit, look, sit, sit, sit." All right. He, he, he sits and he puts all his bottles on the table. Like she just kind of gives you a weird look and she just disappears, and you have the table to yourselves. You see, every, as you guys look around, you see all the other tables kind of talking and looking over at the, looking over at the group. Let's um, let's let's get this out of the way. I can tell they're interested, and I take um. We have cups yet. Uh, not yet. Okay, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna bang my fist on the table time just to be like, <clears throat> everyone. Uh, I don't know if uh, Captain Mickey has told you, but uh, your mind is clean. Yeah. Ha! They all raise their glass, and then after you say that, you look back. Ingrid comes over. She's got her arms just full, probably about ten mugs. And just she just drops them all on the table. They're full to the brim. She goes, oh, she sees the bottles of wine. She quickly runs to the bar, grabs empty glasses, puts those down on the table. And she's just like, are you hungry? Yes. 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 
Um, okay. She doesn't even, before you even get put in order, she turns around and she's flying back to that kitchen. Um, yeah, so enjoy your new uh, lively town full of salt and enjoy your um, new revitalized careers and uh, around on me. And then I hold my, my glass up and, and like toast to everybody. Jack, like, like, confused, lifts up a mug. Yeah, <laughs> and then as I as I raise the mug, I, I I take the mask off, and then I fucking down the I down the mug. You see, half the people in the place just chug on right along with you. Don't care. We'll be here all night, and I sit down. So Jack grasps this mug takes a big gulp of it, proceeds to cough and spit because he's never <laughs> had alcohol before. <laughs> and like, just, just puts his, slides his mug away from himself. <laughs> Jack no like. <laughs> and as you say that, this giant platter gets dropped in the middle of the table with at least five or six grilled cod and some potatoes and carrots and Quite a substantial, substantial amount of food. So, Chuck looks at it, sniffs it, starts eating because yeah, like, he's not used to cooked food, but he will eat cooked food. So you hear them like as you're doing, you start at this as you're trying to converse with each other. You got actually got to speak a little louder because now the music's even going louder. People are actually you see a couple people get up, move a couple tables over, and you see some people start dancing and. It's in full-on revel- uh, party mode going on now. Uh, I'm going to eat essentially a little bit very quickly and then excuse myself and leave. Just say I'm okay. going for a walk. Uh, are you you're trying to leave the uh, building or are you going upstairs? Uh, I'm going to leave the building. Go to back okay. inside. So as you start walking to table, some guy comes up to you and just give me an acrobatics check. Oh, shit. Please don't roll garbage. Thank goodness. 19. Okay. As you go, you feel one hand grab your hand. And as he tries to pull you, you just do a quick little spin. As he goes to put the hand on your hip to pull you in to bring you to start dancing. And you just kind of right by him. Yeah, I nope the fuck out of that. And um, I just, you know, say I need to take a walk. And I just leave quickly and uncomfortably. Okay. I just go for a walk. Someplace that isn't loud and full of people. So, with the vacant chair, you guys kind of, huh, where'd Aviana go? And all of a sudden, you see this guy come over and sit there, he just plops himself down with a big old half-empty mug, and he goes, You not look okay. You, I, th- I thought you guys were trouble. But you're alright. You know that? Hey, you with your red face. You've had too much to drink. This guy's had too much to drink, am I right? And he's like leaning close to Chalk and just like patting him on the back. He goes, yeah, this guy knows what's going on. Chalk growls a bit. Meanwhile, there's like blood coming out of my ears. <laughs> I'm still sitting here at nine hit points. Just fucking struggling. She's eating my fish. Fucking about to fall out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's very red. Very red face. <laughs> and uh, Ingrid comes back over and puts down a bunch of little cups 
on the table and just kind of goes from that gentleman over there and points towards the table and there's four or five fishermen raise their mugs to you. Is it Captain Mickey and his guys? No, it's another bunch of fishermen. The whole town is fishermen. I forgot too. Chuck will <laughs> sniff the mug. Is it more alcohol? I'm gonna take these it are, and I'm gonna just these are, cheers. These like, are old kind shots. Of cheers yeah, in the air to drink it. Chuck is going to like he, he, like slide himself away from the table off a stool and like say, Chuck, go find look for ghost. Be careful, Chuck. Why? Because when, when you go off on your own, you tend <laughs> you to put things in your mouth. Yeah, yes, eat things <laughs> you shouldn't and People. cause a commotion. Not now. Now, the, the commotion is in this building. I think everyone's pretty... At the rate, there's uh, people like... Uh, Almas and, and Chuck and myself held celebrating with these people. I don't think he's going to be a problem anymore. Not in this town. Chuck gets up, walks, uh, before he leaves, he dumps all the bottles in front of, of Goat Girl and says, <laughs> you, you empty bottles for Chuck. So as you move all the bottles towards her, you get up, you get about halfway towards the door, something catches your eye. Dance, oh. dance, dance, dance. It's probably about three feet long, scaled, fresh, and smells delicious to Chuck. Oh no. What is it? A giant <laughs> raw cod is brought out. <laughs> and Ingrid hands it to this gentleman. The gentleman just holds it above his head and the whole bar looks over and just starts cheering. And they're all going, Cod, 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 Cod. And you see Ingrid <laughs> lining up these little glasses on the bar. And he goes, To the adventurers! And he goes over, hands, he walks over the, the chalk, goes to hand you one of the little drinks. Okay. He goes, Drink! Chalk, no drink. You gotta drink, then you kiss the fish. Oh my god, eat the fish. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's gonna do. <laughs> So, like, so, so, Chuck, like, proceeds to, like, like, reluctantly down the shot. And then everyone cheers when you do it. Yeah. And then he pushes the, the fish right into your face. And he takes a, like, a big alligator, like, chomp out of him. <laughs> the guy drops the fish, looks at his fingers. The bar goes deathly si silent. You can hear the last half of the, the fishes go. And Chuck, like, chews it and swallows it. The guy standing in front of you just kind of looks around. You're right. That is looks good. At, looks at Chuck, and he then he looks at the crowd again. And all of a sudden, they all go, bah! Yeah! And everyone starts cheering. The music <laughs> kicks the back in. Yeah. <laughs> he still has his fingers? Yeah. He still has his fingers. I don't know, Chuck, how many fingers are in your mouth? I don't know. How many fingers did I get in my mouth? None. He oh, thank God. The guy let go of the fish pretty quick as soon as he saw you open and he saw the teeth. And then all you hear is, Ingrid, another! <laughs> and then they start hearing the tables. Cod, 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 cod. Jack cod. leaves the bar at that point. They let you leave at that point. And you see another giant fish come out. A bunch, They go over, they grab a couple more shots off the bar. They plump them down into the tra table in front of... One for Tavrook, one for Tally, one for All Miss, and they're like, 
and they're all going, cod, 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 cod. Eat it, eat it, eat the cod, do it. Wait, they do put it. down raw fish in front of all of us, they put down new shots in front of They all. put new shots in front of you, and the guy's holding this giant fish, and he's squeezing okay. the, the mouth of it now, making it, like, pucker up. All right, yeah, all right, I'm definitely yeah. doing it. Shot, kissing that fish. And then he kisses the f- fish, and they're all like, ah! Can I roll a performance check to see how good I kissed that fish? <laughs> you can certainly try. <laughs> Just for fun. Oh, oh it's, it's a, what's my... Please miss. It's a three? <laughs> you you give it a kiss perfect. and you're like, you're enjoying the cheer. So then you go and they give like a nice big old French kiss. But you, he, the guy thought you were done. So he turns it and you like stick your tongue like in the gills on the side of the fish. <laughs> and your mouth just fills with fishiness and salt. Um, salt? The salt's back? Oh, this is just a reminder of victory. And then <coughs> I drink more of my drink. And then, they turn, then he turns to Tally. Yeah. I'm counting my shot. And, uh... I'm he shoves the fish right in your face. Giving the fish a big old smooch. And I'm gonna make ah! a smacking sound. After. Everyone cheers, and they're all like, Alright! And they bring the shots to Almus, and they have the fish there. Uh, yeah, he's going to take the shot, and when he brings the the fish, you know what? Yeah, almost will just go ahead and kiss it. Forget it. He'll do it. He shoves it in your face. Kiss and, the fish. Fish. <laughs> and he pulls it back. Everyone cheers, and you just hear him kind of look out. Everybody goes, huh? It's the first time the fish has been the ugliest one of the kiss. <laughs> you realize I kissed it before you, and they made that joke when you did it, right? <laughs> And you see him just toss saying. the fish back to Ingrid. He's, she's, he's just like, fry her up! And before you know it, a couple more drinks are plopped down in front of you guys. People have now sitting at your table making small chit-chat. And we'll pick up back with uh, Aviana. So after you do the little little ole as the uh, drunken the guy comes flying by, you just kind of dip out the bar there. As you go to leave, you're just kind of standing outside looking around. What do you do? I go for a walk. I just get some distance between me and the space and um, probably go out somewhere by the dock and just kind of find somewhere that I'm not going to necessarily be seen by anyone passing by and heckled, basically. And I'm just going to start kind of pull out one of my notebooks and just start flipping through it and trying to just do some studying stuff. Okay. So as you start making your way away from the bar, you see the odd person walk by you. They're all kind of, they look like they're drunk before you even get into the bar kind of thing. And then you you get about, you know, 60, 70 feet away, and you just hear the bar erupt with cheers so loud that you're like, what the hell happened in there? Nope, it's fine. The party's there. And then you just, and then you just continue on. Yep. You see the dock, you just kind of go, it's actually surprisingly dead. Everyone's, it sounds like everyone in town is headed to the bar or around the area. So you just sit at the end of the dock. You see it's a nice, bright, full moon. Uh, I'm essentially doing some studying comparing my notes versus the, the potion I was actually given to do, make Almus not an old man. Just kind of seeing what I can glean any information about um, what I might think could be causing his thing, what it is in comparison to some of the notes that I have, and just, you know, stupid academic shit. 
Okay, give me a intelligence check. Fucking, I have rolled, you know, remember how that one time I rolled all the 11s? I mean 11s? I mean 7s? I rolled 7s, the point is I'm rolling 11s now. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I can't math, 11 plus 3 is a number, it's 14. I got it. 14? Um, well, nothing, you don't really figure anything new, you're just kind of breezing. Sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, the moonlight lights it, odd cloud comes in and kind of blocks the page, and you're like, ugh. Oh, that's right, I can't see, so I'm literally I'll almost by a torch, because I can't see in the dark right now. The moonlight, and there are lanterns lit on, stuff like that, but you see odd time, it kind of gets dark. You're not really picking up. Things aren't driving with you. Nope. You've had a oh, rough that's, day. That's fine. I'm just there to occupy my time. Okay, and so the loud cheer was Chalk kissing the fish, and party's going. Chalk, you make your way out. They didn't want you to leave before kissing the fish. And, uh, yep, Chalk, you make your way outside the bar. Alright. This is probably uh, a half hour or so after Aviana's left. I said I was going to go look for ghosts, so I'm going to go look for ghosts. Uh, you walk out of the bar, give me a perception check. Uh, 15. You know, it's just quite loud near the bar. Going a bit more into town seems... There's still some revelry going on over there. People going, coming and going. You guys kind of stop and listen. And you're like, hmm, the quietest area is by far the dock. Okay. And there are fish at the dock. And birds. Jack likes this idea. Is Strock heading to the dock then? Yep. Okay. So, Strock, Aviana's look. You see Aviana reading her book. So, yeah, Chalk wanders over. Aviana, you're just reading your book, reading your book. Oh, you think you've just made a breakthrough? And all of a sudden, clunk, 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 clunk. And you hear creaking behind you. You turn. You see Chalk making his way towards you. And you look back at your book like, ah, what the hell was I just thinking? Oh, shit. Great. The thought just leaves your head. Oh, that's frustrating, but it's fine. That's fine. What you do. Why are you not with others? Uh, parties aren't, um, my thing. So, they can handle all that stuff. I'm just gonna stay out of their way. Chuck kind of flops down, like, flops down sitting under the the dock and, like, rummages through some of his pouches and pulls out some, like, bones and that he's collected and he's po- using a sharp stone to polish one and sharpen one of them. He says, can't, can't stay there. Smells too much like food. <laughs> Oh, the unfortunate part is I don't know what you're talking about what's being cooked or the people who are in it. Both. Anyway, I'm just going to do this for a few hours, wait for a bit of the antics to either gather up or die down and sneak back in upstairs for some sleep. So, What, you, know, this... what you do? Like, just... what, do you, what do you mean, what, what do I do? Like, what am I doing right now? E- nuts. Just studying, going over some notes, comparing... Trying to get some information off of what I have. Probably should actually brew up some stuff. Get some things ready for travels. We need to decide tomorrow whether we're going to go and see this Lord Bach. Lord Bach? The giant chicken? Yes, the chicken man. The chicken man. Yeah. Jack kind of shrugs. Until then, we don't have much to do. Jack can go home now. Jack, Jack defeated the darkness. Jack can go home now. You can try. I don't think that's enough for them. 
that mirror had a gauge, it seemed, or the light, I assume we're not going to need to fill that before any of us are allowed to go back. Well, why? Because if we don't clear this out, it could be very bad for everybody. Roro, why have to be us? I don't know. Probably because it's dangerous. I don't want to waste anybody they care about. So why are you doing this? Why don't you just leave? I'm clearly something they don't care about. I'm in the same position you are. That kind of froze his brow. Do you not care about self? I do. Then um, why don't you leave? Because if I leave, I'm either just going to get killed or get pulled back. Or imprisoned. None of these options are very ideal. Jack don't understand smooth skins most of the time. That's okay. They kind of suck. We kind of suck. It's awful. But you do what you gotta do. You hear the odd sailor, the odd seagulls in the background, but you have found a pretty quiet, secluded little spot on the dock. And we're back at the bar. Chalk and Aviana seem to be gone. Ingrid kind of comes over quietly. She goes, I have three rooms upstairs. They're on the house. Don't worry, darlings. And as she says that, she puts down three or four more flagons of ale. And another bottle of wine. Are there any? Are there any with bunk beds? She's already gone. She's <laughs> gone to take care of the next. She's just pretty much essentially dropped three keys down uh, on the table there, and she's left. You still have like every once in a while another character, like another quite the character comes over, drops a next another beer on your table. There's more beer on the table now than this table left. Some of them are empty. She swings by once in a while, grabs the empties, and quickly takes off, but full ones are being constantly dropped. Little shot glasses are being dropped. Um I want to uh, is there anyone named Luke here? <clears throat> Luke You see a guy come over and he goes I'm Luke. You can call me whatever you want. And he just kind of, like, falls over. And then another guy comes out and he goes... He just kind of pushes him off with the foot, uh, with his foot and just goes... Yeah, yeah, I'm Luke. Luke of world-famous Luke's Hooks? He just kind of laughs. He's just like, yeah, I run the tackle shop in town. Terrific. Wait, it's just a tackle shop? Well, what more do you need, right? So, so you just, you just have fishing gear? I got fishing gear. I've got your just your general stuff. What do you need? What are you looking for? Well, it depends on what you have. Right now, I just I just wanted to let you know that we're we're going to be there tomorrow, and I'm going to give you lots of money. So just be prepared. Oh, I like this guy stock, <laughs> with stock on hand. Because we're gonna need it. <clears throat> All right. Um, just thought, I figured it looks like everyone in town is here, so I figured I would go ahead. and... Hopefully you don't plan on coming uh, too early in the morning. I mean, you know what I mean. He has shots on the table and pounds it. Yeah, I'm just, uh, as he says that, I'm just dead eye staring at him. I'm picturing like my nose is bleeding and I'm, I'm just like, no, it will not be early. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Polly is now dancing in the background. So, okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll be by to check out the specifics tomorrow. I've, even if you tell me what you have, I, I, I probably won't remember, but 
um, we'll we'll be there. So cool, have a drink. There's a lot on the table. He just kind of grabbed one and heads over to the dance floor. You on the dance floor? Hey, 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 and everyone's dancing. Hey, just... I thought it was like blasting to that loop. Keep on dancing to the And what is Almas doing during all this? You see. Big Red in front of you having a couple drinks. You see Tally's. I'm sure she's got a drink in her hand. Being spun around by yeah. a gentleman or two. A couple of the females dancing with her. And just they're just having a great time. Hmm. So Almas is going to be scheming. As he's not really that drunk because he's only taken one shot. So question. You said that there are other women here, right? Yes. And is there... I guess Almas wants to check out the room and see who would either be someone who might also be into arcane things... Or a woman who seems like she is doing pretty well for herself financially. You are in the wrong town. Oddly, <laughs> yes, no. You do as you scan the room. Give me an invest. Give me a investigation. Pressed no, by financial perception. issues. Are there any magic or rich women? <laughs> I mean, in this not code really. uh, you see, uh, uh, Give me a perception check. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you say investigation or perception? Perception. Perception would be a 14. Okay. So as you scan the room, you see one female swirling and dancing. You see she like she has a quite a large coin purse on her. She jingles a little bit as she walks. You get the flare of arcane from her. Mm, and a flare of arcane. Interesting. Almost is definitely going to go up. Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> as you get closer, you see this girl dancing. You see the light reflect off her horn. You're like, horn? You look over, and it's Tally dancing and having fun. <laughs> fucking got me. <sighs> as soon as he said she was dancing, I'm like, yeah, You get about halfway, then you do one of those walk and just spin on the spot and just head back to your table. Yeah. Just walks in a circle. And as you do that, you feel an arm, grab a hand grab your arm. Dance, dance, dance. Then you dance. feel a second hand grab you on the other side. Mm-hmm. And they just go to try to pull you towards the dance floor. I will relent and go to the dance floor. And so now you make it onto the dance floor. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to... Go go ahead. What do you want? I was going to ask for a performance check. Performance. Let's see how good a dancer he is. Uh, 17 plus 0. Hey. You look... Tally, you see these guys pull this flat, melted-faced... John, just looking elf creature that you know is all miss. Oh, please flatter him more. <laughs> and he's just standing. He just kind of stands there as everyone kind of dances around him. You just kind of next to you see, you see his toe just tapping. Next thing you know, you are you're like, am I drunk, or is this actually happening? You just see his hips moving side to side, and you see his shoulders. Moving up and down. Next thing I know, you see him reach. His hand stops in midair. And then drops. And next thing you know, Almas is there, popping and locking like you would not. <laughs> yes! Get down! Join him. And give me a performance roll. Me? Yes, I'll give you advantage because you've probably been in this situation before. Oh, thank God for advantage. Uh, are you said performance? Um, yeah, that's an eleven. Okay, Tally's had a few, a few drinks. 
she, in her mind, she's just like, this is like scene from Dirty Dan. She just runs in and she's just like, like Patrick Swayze does and just trying to have him catch me. No, no, not that. <laughs> okay, exactly. go on. And then, but yes, like the dancing. Of, exactly. Uh, yeah. So now you're just doing your little shimmy and stuff like that. But everyone's cheering. Everyone's having a good time. But anybody looking like, all right, he's obviously the better dancer of the two of you. And he's just doing And then you're looking at him trying to copy what he's doing. It's just looking awkward. I feel like I'm Elaine Bennis out there. Yeah, it wasn't that low. Okay. <laughs> better than that. A few steps above Elaine Bennis. Great. Yeah. And uh, everyone's just dancing, having a good time. Tavrook, you see this. I'm going to no, run I, back for another I'm, I'm very much enjoying sitting, so I'm, I'm going to be right here. Okay. I might, I might like, watch, and I'm, I'm doing the uh, the Night of the Roxbury. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, man, this is fun. Tally, as soon as you look down at your uh, empty mug, you kind of look surprised at it. And before you even turn around, you see somebody come up and go, hey, they take your mug, they slightly throw you another one. Sometimes you get a full one, sometimes you get a half full one. Okay. Well, but, I'm uh, still going to walk back to the table and try to pull Tavrook to the dance floor. Nope. 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 I'm going to actually try to use my strength to pull him out to the dance floor. Oppose grapple. <laughs> you know, oppose grapple. Okay. <laughs> this, is a bad, this is a bad person uh, to try to do this. Roll well. I got a 15. Mine is... A 16. <laughs> <laughs> hey! No, nope. Oh. As, uh, as almost sees uh, her struggling to get him up, he's going to look at Tevruk and say, Hey, buddy, me and you are going to be pals for the night, right? And I wink at him, and I'm casting Suggestion. You need to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. <laughs> You're also drunk, so I don't know if that affects if you have disadvantage, but that would be fun. Does it? <laughs> Yep. Hey. Ooh, okay, disadvantage. Okay, two dice. Oh, I lost oh. one. Oh, that one, first one was good. Oh, you're in trouble, sir. Wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a 12. Yep, That's nope, you... Yep, you're gonna fail. What's so, the suggestion? Woo, woo, woo. I suggested that me and him act like we are best friends for the next eight hours. <laughs> oh. I, and I just go... Didn't need magic for that one, almost, and I fucking lay down on the booth on the booth table. <laughs> well, I want him to come to the dance floor. Should have suggested me to dance, magic boy. No. <laughs> I'm suggesting as my best friend that you get up and dance. You're laying on the table. You look over. You're kind of like, I can't leave my bro out there. I don't know how the spell works. I guess I'm getting up already. Suggest. That I dance well, so I don't have to make this roll. You don't need magic for that, brother. <laughs> if you start, you know, BG-style walking towards the, the, well, I'm the dance floor. Why am I picturing that so vividly? And I'm picturing Rubber Band Man is playing right now for me. <laughs> Tevrook, give me a performance. All right. Oh, that's a, that's a 12. I'm a better dancer than Tali. Hey! <laughs> a better dancer by one. You're just doing like a little... Father Phineas, okay? A little... You're just doing like a little shuffle on the dance floor.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode and check us out at Misfit Rolls on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to send in your questions for a behind-the-scenes Q&A show, Miscast. Till next week, on the Isle of Misfit Rolls. Thank you.